It's not a podcast. It's a GarCast. And, and this, this is, is the, the world, world according, according to, to Gar. Gar. Welcome to the world according to Gar. You are listening to GarCast episode number 147. I am Gar. With me as always is the Garfather. Gar. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you? Just ducky, as they yeah, say. It's a ducky day. Um, we might be solo. It's we duck, we, it's we might just be old school today. It might be you and I. I don't know. Are we considered one? Are we solo? I like that. When it's just uh, us. Bos- Bos- well, it takes two of us to kind of conquer Bosco, so. We are one. He might be dead. He might be dead. He's not here. Could be um, dead. Not responding to any text messages. So, you know, but it'll be a good story if he's dead. We might have a new opening on the show. Uh, yeah. Listen, we'll take an application. Yeah, absolutely. How's everything going? Oh, you know, running around, doing, doing, doing crazy things. Got the door open, though. It's gorgeous out. Beautiful weather finally. How was the uh, the evening soccer game on Sunday? I'm sure the listeners want oh, to know. Yes, uh, there was a request for more football talk. Um, we tied zero zero. It was uh, it was it was dark. There were lights. There were shadows though. It was weird. We were right on the water. It was windy. It was a beautiful turf field that Nassau County made recently, but it's for some reason like pitched. Yeah, it's sloped. Yep. Yeah, I think for drainage, but it's so stupid because the ball just rolled that way the whole game yeah 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 i've played there i remember well i haven't played there i coached there excuse me we just uh we can't score we uh we kicked 20 shots right at the goalie i think it's amazing we used to have those games we tell the girls all right we're doing shooting at at practice this week (laughs) but yeah we we did do shooting on monday the day after and uh like the first two girls who went like beautiful shots i'm like what the hell was that (laughs) last night what are you gonna do and and the, the Hawks, my younger girls, we had a game. We lost two to one. They, they played well though on Saturday. All right. Still, the weather was so different last weekend than it is now. It's really cold. It was hailing. Yeah, it, it was good soccer weather though. Although maybe not at seven thirty on a Sunday night no. under the lights on the beach. But temperature, soccer weather, yeah. Wind. I don't like wind though. Yeah, yeah. It was good. Good weather. We had, we had a couple of games with the Fury. We lost our cup game on Saturday. Losers. Got a little bit beat up by Stony Brook, but we came back the next day and beat. Um, who the hell did we play? Bar- uh, yeah, like you know, is it Barcelona? No, I don't know. One of these teams that you know they're trying to make a ton of money on us um, mm-hmm. in America. You know, they they built a program here, so we won like yeah, oh, Barca. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, I think it was Barca. Whatever, some Spaniards. But we beat them. We we killed them. Like we were, we beat them five one. It really should have been five nothing. We probably could have scored more. But we started putting girls in like different positions and stuff. So it was a good rebound. Nice. Good all rebound. those parents that pay all that money to that Spanish club for their kids to train was probably humiliated. So the ref came over. I remember emailing the, the woman before, going, "What color jersey do you want to wear?" She goes, "We're going to wear our lavender." I'm like, lavender? What? I've never seen lavender before. I'm sure enough, 
beautiful. The kit was gorgeous. It was a lavender sure. pants shirt. The ref even came over when we was checking us in. He goes, wait, you see these uniforms up close. They're gorgeous. The ref was impressed by the uniform. <laughs> he was. And the ref wanted to know, you know what? You know when you have a, 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 a complainy coach on the other sideline and parents? Right. Because things weren't going well. And he, you could tell he was just, he didn't want, as the game wore on, he just didn't want to deal with them. So every call was going our way. Like wow. there was a handball in the box on us that he didn't call. It was one of the ones where it was on the side and it bounced up and hit her hand. Right. And even after the game, he was bitching and, and he's like, listen, she didn't get bigger. They were on her side. <laughs> I'm not calling that. You know, some refs will, some won't. He didn't. And then that, I think maybe that was a halftime. And then after that, the second half is just, we got every call. It was ridiculous. Nice. I think the refs that we had at night game just didn't want to be there. Probably not. No. Probably not. But they get, you know, they get paid pretty well. They do. They do. I think you have to give, it's, it's $121 for they the, get. For the whole group? Yeah. You know what the EDP ones get? What? 180 Ooh. The head ref gets 90 and then 90 split up amongst the two side judges. And let me see. I have that split right here. So, and funny enough, I, the cup was cheaper. So each assistant ref gets 31 bucks. It's a pretty easy $31. And then the, the center ref gets the rest. All right. There you go. Next year it goes up. If I, we have a team to, uh, $75 per team. And then, oh, I see U17 jumps to 85 bucks. That's what LIJ, right? Yeah. Yeah, EDP is a little more expensive. I was a ref, I'd be always trying to get those EDP games. Yeah, because, yeah, it's the same pool of refs, right? I, I would think. I don't know. Maybe they have to have a certain higher certification for, for EDP games. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, how's Forrest doing? What's the Forrest update? Forrest is doing great, dude. They had a really big win on Saturday. I think uh, third place as of Saturday. I don't know if that's changed. They do have a game in hand, I believe. Yeah. Um, Forrest is killing it. And any anything late on the um, their criminal owner? Anything in the news about him? So, interestingly, the owner is the criminal. Uh, but the okay. ties to New York actually go to the CEO of the club, who I guess is a New York-born guy. Um, okay. so that, that, that's kind of where the tie-in was. And, you know, I misunderstood or just, you know, did a gar and didn't really read too, too much into it. No, it's fine. It's fine. looks like they got, they got a game on Monday at three o'clock against West Bromley. Uh-huh. F West Bromley. And then a game on Saturday, the 23rd, uh, against Peterborough. So F Peterborough as well. Tomorrow is good Friday. Oh, and tomorrow, wait, no, tomorrow is a in, is the game tomorrow? My apologies. Yeah, the 15th. I was looking at the ahead schedule. So, Luton Town, whoever the hell they are. Uh, all I know is they're going to get fucked. Uh, probably the Lutons. Sorry the about the language. Ooh, this is it's a big game. So, Forest is in fourth place. They're out of third by two points. But Luton Town is right behind them in fifth. Two points behind them. So, this is a big game. It's, this is big tight. Game. It's a tight race. Look at them. They are the hottest team. Five wins in a row. They are the hottest team. The Lutes are coming off uh, two wins as well. Lutes are pretty hot. They've had uh, a loss, two ties, and two wins. So they're playing well. 
Uh, let's see their goals against. The Lutes have given up 47 goals. The, the Tricky Trees have only given up 36. Nice. And the Lutes have scored 59, and the Tricky Trees have scored 61. Wow. So, uh, so, oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, so this should be, it should be a good game. All right. Let's go, you Reds. Fulham is really running away with it. Jesus. Yeah, they are, right? Now, I think what the top two get an automatic push up to Premier, and then I have no idea. Three, four, five, and six, I think, play in a playoff to get one more spot. No clue. Sumu's screaming at the Garcast right now, saying what it really is. I just, I I hope you're right. I think I'm pretty close. I'm I'm pretty sure you want to finish in the top six. Top two go in, and then there's a playoff with the other four. We're looking good. The uh, the nicknames for the Forest. I knew the Reds. Sumu always says Reds. Um, forest, the tricky trees, which tricky I prefer. Trees. But also the uh, the Garibaldi? Garibaldi? Yeah, what the hell is that? And it's got a hyperlink. Uh, Giuseppe Garibaldi was an Italian general, patriot, revolutionary, and Republican. What the hell? Why are they called the Garibaldi? Garibaldi. Sumu, get back to us. You know, when I was a kid, I was bald, apparently, a baby, and they used to call me Garibaldi. That's funny. Garibaldi. This, is, this was destiny. What is the connection between Garibaldi and Nottingham Forest? Uh, in 1865, a group of enthusiastic amateur footballers founded the club that become Nottingham Forest. Meeting at the Clinton Arms, now the Orange Tree in Shakespeare Street, they resolved the team color would be Garibaldi Red. Wow. That's, what Garibaldi. That's the color of their jerseys. How about that? Excellent. Well, there you go, kids. You learned something today. Anyway, I hope that was enough football for you football fans. Yeah, I mean, well, you want to, we could stay in some sports. How about the Masters? Um, Chef was freaking unbelievable, wasn't he? Yeah, he made it kind of boring, actually, although he did bogey the last hole. That was that was, that was such a human moment. I absolutely love that because I, that course, is something I would yeah. do and probably most people would do, right? I, of course, didn't see it because I was coaching a soccer game. Oh, right. Christine was watching and... and for some reason, she thinks she likes him. And she kept talking about how, I, don't know, I guess there was a story on him maybe that I wasn't in the room on ESPN at some point with his family. And she's like, oh, he's a really him. nice guy. And I really wanted to win. And then when he missed the first putt, she goes, oh, my God, is he going to lose? I'm like, no, he's fine. And then he missed it again. I'm like, he's still fine. He's, <laughs> he's fine. Did you tell her that half her age plus seven, he doesn't cover it? I think he's 25. <laughs> he's what, 25, right? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, yeah, he, was, he was he was pretty unbelievable. Although Rory McIlroy had a hell of a last day, he did. And we, it's funny because we jinxed, we did the reverse jinx because we said he kind of doesn't win anymore, but he still well, he doesn't win. So he died. You know why he played so well on Sunday? Because there was no pressure on him. He had no chance to win, so there was zero heat on him. So he's a loser. Actually, Christine did a gar when she saw his name because she didn't pronounce it McIlroy. Forget what she said. It was pretty funny. I'm like, oh, that's something I would say when I read it. <laughs> you're, finally, you're finally rubbing off on her. <laughs> Fantastic. And UFC 273, dude, two notes. I haven't on. watched it yet. The Burns, I think his name is Chamaya. Um, Probably not. So it's pretty similar. Okay. That fight was one of the best fights I've seen in a while. Like, absolutely loved it. Check it out. I know you put it on the Plex for me. Thank you. And then the the the, the last fight of the night was uh, 
Volkanovsky and the Korean zombie. First of all, the Korean zombie, there's no better name, I think, than the Korean I, I zombie. saw that. I'm like, what in the hell but, is that? I don't want to do a spoiler, but one of the fighters in that fight, I think might be one of the best MMA fighters in fighting right now. Was he, yes. he was it's not the zombie. <laughs> he is he was so good. And the zombie, I have so much respect for that dude. Okay. Holy shit. You you won't believe the fight. You won't believe okay. it. I think it's from two weeks ago, right? No, it was this weekend, Saturday night. Okay. I felt I felt like it was two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, check those out. Will do. Um, don't think you'll be disappointed. Baseball's back. Any any updates? What are we doing? Are you watching uh, it Mets, all? Mets are looking good. Um, yeah, I've been I've been watching, kind of into it. Mets are making every game close in the closing innings, but uh, they look they're looking good so far. Yankees, not so much. No, I thought they they didn't they beat the Sox two out of three or something. Yeah, but now the Blue Jays are smacking them around. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, Guerrero hit three home runs last night, two of them off of Cole. I think Cole sucks. They paid that guy. He's the highest paid pitcher in baseball, and he's garbage. Who is it that sent us the uh, the contract that um, oh, Judge turned down? Aaron Judge turned down. Yeah, man. Is I don't he know crazy? How walk around, like $30 million a year. And he's hurt all the time. Like, he should be all taking time. that and running. He will, he will regret that move. What are these people are bad advice, bad, bad life coach. I wish I should be an agent and be like, dude, take that shit. Let's go. Yeah. It's like, I think teams are learning too, not to pay these guys, these long-term contracts, you know, judge is now betting on himself. He's going to be a year older next year. He's, his value goes down. You're like, you know, and what are the Yankees over. thinking? Like, have they not learned that pitching is what wins? Like that was why they won back at the turn of, you know, 2000, early 2000s. The turn of the century. God, it's so long ago now, right? But that was it. They had they had strong pitching. That's why they won. They then they they fell off and they fell back in love with the long ball. I know the chicks yeah. like the long ball. Chicks dig it, but it don't win championships. Nope, I agree. I agree. Although I was, I think what they're trying to say what could save baseball. You know, kids don't care about it anymore, and all that stuff. And you know, doesn't really fit the TikTok brain because the games are too long. Yeah, let's just get rid of the baseball and just. Do like home run derbies. Like that's it. The Mets are playing the Phillies tonight. It's uh, each guy gets X amount of swings, and uh, it's home the most home runs wins, and have the game last like an hour. I think kids would watch that. Did, uh, <laughs> who would announce it? Did you did you tune into the uh, the Manning cast version of baseball? Uh, a Rod and Michael K. What I tuned in for like forty seven seconds. It was <laughs> awful. I can't even so imagine. Terrible. Like talk about taking a great idea like the Manning thing. You can't duplicate that. It's it's it works because it's the Mannings. It's not because it's a great formula. I, I would almost rather have the Mannings do the baseball. They game. should. That would be interesting. If the Mannings were doing that, I would watch baseball again. How about that? Yes, it would be wild. It was like, oh, sorry, I'm yawning. It was so horrendous. Uh, like, I can't stand Michael K. I can't even, like, to put him on TV, he's one of the ugliest people I've ever seen. And then his voice is awful. I don't know why this guy has a career. He's just horrible. And a Rod's just a son. I don't know. I didn't make it that long. A Rod's just a putz. It was stupid. And they're sitting side by side. Do they, are they like, I don't know if you ever saw, like, on Twitch, the gaming channels where the people have that, like, little head at the bottom of the corner of the screen while they're playing a the game? 
Did they have their heads on the screen while they were talking? That would be great. Yes, I believe they. I believe oh, well, so. they did the boxes like they did with the Mannings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it wasn't even that good. It was like, I don't know. It, it just was. It looked to me like unless they had a split screen, it looked to me like they were sitting together side by side, like watching the same TV. It was just like stupid. Were the ratings horrible? I wonder what the ratings were. No one even. I haven't even heard anybody mention it. Like Mad Dog probably went off on it on Monday morning. He he should do it. That would be funny. I would do Mad Dog. How about Mike and the Mad Dog back and they could do it together? That would be amazing. I'm in. I would watch that. See, again, it's got to be the right people. They don't have the right people. But we should petition for that. Mike and the Mad Dog are back doing Sunday Night Baseball. That would be good. Oh, Mikey, the Yankees are horrible. Look at you. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm reading it here. Check it. It says they were sitting next to each other. At the South Street Seaport ESPN studio. Stupid. Dumb. They appeared on camera in the left corner of the screen as the action took place. Yeah, so stupid. Kay basically was doing play-by-play. Yeah, I heard that. So it was like they were calling the game. It was just, that's not what it's about. Huh. Oh, they had David Ortiz and Roger Clemens as guests. That's kind of interesting. (laughs) Roger Clemens. That guy's got no personality, does he? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really heard from him in a while. I I don't like him though. I know you don't. That's in your way too much, right? Way too much baseball talk. A lot of baseball talk for a sport I don't even watch anymore. Let me see if Bosco replied to a text message. Nothing. How about hockey? You know, people are always complaining that hockey's getting soft. Did you see this? The Flyers were basically crying because the Capitals didn't let up when they were getting their asses kicked on Tuesday night, I guess the caps were up maybe seven, one and there were two late penalties and they put Obi out on the ice mm-hmm. on the power plays. And they were bitching and moaning about it. Listen, I, like, literally I don't even crying like and complaining. I'll allow it in kids sports. You know, some of these mercy rules they have and things like that, or, you know, and, Long Island Junior Soccer, you're really not, you're not supposed to score more than five goals. Yeah, no, I know. Mike used to get beat up uh, on that. Uh, you know, I, as a coach, I don't even give a crap about that. Like, if I'm on the losing end of that, I'm like, we're going to keep, like, just, if you can go out there and score 30 goals on me, shame on me. Right. But I get it for kids, fine. But, like, <laughs> in the pros, listen, you got to stop the other team from kicking your ass. Right. You know? Oh, Ovechkin, <clears throat> excuse me, he's, he's on, like, the cusp of scoring records. I believe like lifetime scoring records. He's going, he's going all the way and hockey. What are you going to do? You're just going to put fourth liners in on your fucking power play. Don't call, don't get a penalty. I love it because Philly sucks and they deserve to have a sucky team too. I'll screw them. They they totally suck. And they're doing a mask mandate again indoors. I mean, screw you, Philly. Foo Philly. Um, Yeah, that was weird. I don't know what's going on down there. It's I don't know. It's another world. Well, obviously, the government felt like things were getting out of control down there. So what they're trying to expect from a little... city that has a statue of a movie figure up. We do like Rocky, though. I, oh, we love Rocky, but that's a little yeah. ridiculous, no? Yeah, it is a little silly. They, uh, I did take the Long Island Railroad yesterday, speaking of masks. And I was like, oh, crap, I better get a mask. And... I got on the train. I was only on the train for five minutes. I was meeting a friend in Mineola, so I walked up to New Hyde Park. <clears throat> and I actually got – I did buy a one-way ticket for $3.50. Oh, 
but nobody checked it going in. Checked, yeah. <laughs> nobody checked it on the way back. So it's still inactive in my in my wallet, but I got to use it by June. Anyway, I was like, oh, shoot, I better have a mask. So I did see it's a mixed bag. Some people on the train are wearing them. Some people are not. So. Yeah. I went to uh, the post They're office yesterday. Off. Wasn't sure if I was supposed to because um, I saw a couple of people wearing them as they were going in. I just did a quick drop off. Nobody. I didn't have to wear it. I don't think. I don't know. They weren't checking. Cool. Uh, it's interesting, though. You go to certain food plates. Like I went to Whole Foods yeah. yesterday. And there's a, a lot more people wearing masks there than anywhere else in the world. Oh, that's where all the hippies and communists shop. Probably like 35% of the people were wearing masks. It's so weird. Right. Yeah, it's the, it's the clientele. Yeah. But I think, you know what? I bought some really good chicken from there yesterday. It came out fantastic. Really? I don't know why. The communist chicken's good chicken. I guess. I guess. How'd you cook, how'd you cook it? I did, um, well, I did my keto breadcrumbs. And which is basically almond flour, a little bit of uh, paprika, I believe, and some Parmesan cheese. Wow. And then I did the air fryer. So they were they're very delicious. Very delicious. nice. Lovely. How's no the smoker? No leftovers. They're gone. Oh, they how's the smoker? Hit. Smoker's great. I haven't used it. I was thinking maybe for Easter, I'll do something. Maybe, you know, Deb's on her way back from Florida. So... Maybe we can, uh, she's coming over for Easter. So I don't know if she's going to come for dinner. Maybe we'll do some ribs again, or maybe I'll do a brisket. Do something where we I can do. It's an Easter tradition. And, and this would be an interesting thing to smoke. Is smoke get yourself a, a nice, get yourself a nice leg of lamb. <laughs> that would be cool, wouldn't it? Smoke that puppy. Slap it right in the smoker. Cook it all day. I'll have to look it up. I, I need something I'm going to cook, cook, cook. Yeah, I need something that's going to smoke all day. Or some smoked ham. Smoked ham. Like a fresh ham, slap that bad boy in there. Be delicious. Yeah, we're hosting Easter brunch. Very nice. With who? With uh, Nancy's family. Okay. And then we are flying out to Florida that evening. But let's talk about this whole JetBlue situation that's going on. JetBlue situation. Yeah, I'm unaware. A lot of our listeners will know about it. It's been in the news. They've been canceling multiple flights every day. It's really? crazy. Yeah, oh, like they last, trying to go to Union? Weeks. Is this Amazon and Starbucks? I don't know. They're not really <laughs> saying why. Speculation of staff shortages. So, like, my flight, like, I've been checking my flight every day, you know, that I'm going to be taking. And tonight it's canceled. Shit. Uh, yeah. They canceled, like, six flights today. That should be a my, big travel day, though, right? Yeah. I, like, so, yet, yeah, like, I've been tracking. I got the whole thing here, like. It's been, been delayed several hours. It was canceled back on April 3rd. It's been going every day since, but very, like, a couple of hours delayed most nights. And then tonight's is canceled. I'm like, Jesus. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah, so it happened to Smile Lines. She was flying to Florida on Monday. Um, and she knew about this. I kind of heard about it, but didn't realize how crazy it was. She was in the, on top of it because her friend's flight got canceled. So she's now paranoid about her Monday flight. So she's like checking, like I am now, right? She was checking every day, checking every day. The day before her flight, you know, Sunday, she checks in on the app like you should do, right? A couple of hours later, let's say her Monday flight was 9 a.m. So I think it was a morning flight. Sunday afternoon, she gets an email from JetBlue. Doesn't say that your flight was canceled. It just says something to the effect of your itinerary has changed. 
And she is now, so she was supposed to fly Monday morning. She's now been changed to a flight like on Tuesday. Oh. That stops in Boston first. Oh. On the way to Fort Myers. So she was using the chat. She decides, all right, she goes and she buys Delta tickets for Monday, pays for them, then gets on hold with JetBlue for however long and demands a full refund, which they did give her. That's good. So she ended up, and now I'm in the same situation. I'm like, I'm going to sit here Saturday, like, you know, I don't know when they post these cancel, you know, when I'm going to find out. Um, and then what do I do? Because I'm only going for like five days. I can't lose a day. No, you know that, what I mean? That's a massive change. Right. So I don't want to be like, I'm not, you know, do I call JetBlue now and, and try to cancel and book on another airline? I'm not going to do that. I got to just wait and see what happens, I guess. Plus, you're not just one person. Although she probably wasn't either, right? Right. She was flying with the boys. So same, same deal. Yeah. I don't know, man. Very nerve wracking. Uh, and I know you, you don't like this kind of um, well, this, unknown traveling. This is you, son. This is my worst fear. Like, I always worry about something going wrong with the flight. I, I, like I said on the guardcast, I don't relax till we're in the air. So now this is like, <sighs> I have my airline anxiety for a week. Do you remember when you used to fly and then you'd have to fill out a form on your phone saying that you were okay for contact tracing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> those yeah. days? How stupid was that? Uh, anyway, so I'll be, I'll be anxious about this for a couple of days. Well, good luck. Send us your thoughts. I'm sending you my thoughts and probably some are sending you their prayers. Yeah. Speaking of thoughts, we lost another comedic legend. We did. Amazing, huh? Gilbert Godfrey. Gone. Apparently he was sick. He was sick. I read that. I was reading a little bit in the post today. He was sick for a while. Didn't like to talk about it. Didn't want to really share it. <clears throat> um, but apparently I, the title of the article is that he was even making jokes about his own death. He had ventricular tachycardia. I guess that's a heart ailment, right? Yeah. That stinks. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Funny guy. Now, he, he a couple of things I remember about him. Um, well, his voice, right? Everybody knows his voice. But so he was, he used to call into Stern a lot, if you remember. Yep. Right? Somebody, I saw somebody mention that and I was reminded of it. Somebody tweeted about it. Um, he would like call in late. Remember how Stern would like never end at 10 o'clock? Sometimes it would always run. To, like they'd do the news at the end. Those are like some of the best moments on Stern. The good old Sometimes days. Gilbert would like show up in the studio or he would call in and he would just like laugh at the most like, you know, horrific news stories about death or war or something. And he would like make fun of it. Like he's just great, <laughs> which ended up getting him fired. If you remember, he was the original Aflac duck. Yes, he was. Oh, is, they fired him because they didn't like his dark comedy? Yeah. Do you remember what it was about? I, I'm, I didn't look this up, but I'm pretty sure I remember. It was he made jokes very soon after the Japanese tsunami, <laughs> like about Japanese people like drowning and stuff like that in the tsunami, like like a week or two after. And that that's very some very insensitive but hysterical comments. And he was removed as the voice of the Affleck duck. Was he doing those on Stern? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't remember where it was. So. That's awesome. I found this clip of him doing uh, Heisenberg, uh, imp like reclaiming one of his speeches from Breaking Bad. 
Wow. It's, I, it's only like a minute and a half. You want to hear it? Yeah. Let me uh, let me hit share here. I'll uh, uh, advanced sharing. It's not what I want. I want to do that, and I want to do just audio, computer audio. There we go. All right, let's check this out. <laughs> it's pretty funny. How much I make a year? I mean, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. You know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going to work? A business big enough that it could be listed on NASDAQ would go belly up, disappears. It ceases to exist without me. No, you clearly don't know who you're talking to. So let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. Bizarre. I am the danger. <laughs> That's great. So he, uh, this is funny. I found the, the post article from when he got fired as the Affleck duck. So March, 2011. Um, they said, this, this is just such a stupid statement. Um, they said, Gilbert's recent comments about the crisis in Japan were lacking in humor. Totally, I'm sure. <laughs> of all. course. All right. But turns out at that time, I find this interesting. We all know Aflac. We all know the duck. They do 75% of their business in Japan. Interesting, right? Wow. That was probably not, not a smart move by, uh, I doubt Gilbert even knew that. So, <laughs> but here's what he said. <laughs> and he did not apologize for the, for the uh, joke. He, I guess it was on Twitter. He goes, I just split up with my girlfriend, but like the Japanese say, there'll be another one floating by any minute now. <laughs> I was going to try to do his voice, but that would not do it justice. Uh, he also got in trouble for comments about 9-11. Um, he was at the Hugh Hefner roast, by the way, Hugh Hefner, turning out not, not to be such a nice guy. Uh, Gilbert said that he had tried to catch a plane, but couldn't get a direct flight because they said they have to stop off at the Empire State Building. <laughs> Oh, I love it. You that gotta laugh. Funny. You have to laugh. Is important, my friend. Of course. He, that's great. He was great. I could, you could hear him saying that in his voice. That, that's what he would do on Stern. He would just be so inappropriate. It was great. Oh. A legend. Total legend. Aflac. Oh, look at that. Did you just give an Aflac? Did you just play that? Nice. That was me. That was my voice. That was you? Yes. I didn't see your lips move. I should have went to the nationwide auditions that apparently they held to replace Gilbert. That's what it said in the article. Should have got a Japanese guy to do it. Maybe they did. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Aflac. <laughs> Let's see. Who is the voice of the Aflac duck? It's probably nobody now. They probably just have anybody do it. I would think so. Like, the Aflac duck. Actually, the does the duck even talk anymore? Yeah, I think so. He's an American pecking duck. Uh, okay. 
It, I don't think they ever replaced him because it just keeps saying he used to be Gilbert Godfrey. I thought the duck just kind of walks around and doesn't talk anymore. I don't know. Oh, wait, meet the new voice of the Aflac duck. 36-year-old Dan McKeague of Hugo, Minnesota. There you go. Okay. How about that? I should have tried out. Anyway. Anyway. So Bosco is still dead. Yeah, Bosco must be dead. I might see him tonight. I don't know. Um, this could be the first episode of the after Bosco. The new after. Yes. I got into a, a deep conversation. It was a, quite a moment. So I was meeting my buddy, Brian, who I haven't seen. Um, I did see him. Mike and I had met up with him um, in the same bar, Mineola, at some point in the after. So we did see him once in the after. Um, haven't seen him in the after after. So we tried, it was last minute. Met him for a couple of a uh, little happy hour last night, Mineola. So we're talking. I don't know. You know, whatever we're talking about. And he goes, I don't know what he said. He made a huge, like, our terminology, like, after, before. And I go, Station Eleven? He's was like, you watched it? And I'm like, yeah. Like, I was the first person he ever found that had also watched it. Oh. It was, we talked about it for, like, an hour. It was must great. have been a great moment. Oh, so we were both, like, our eyes, like, up big. It was so amazing. <laughs> he, he, too, agrees. It's, like, his, you know, one of his favorite shows ever. I don't, I don't think and, they have a deal for a second season yet. So we were, we, were, we were talking about that. We were kind of debating, would we want to see it? I don't, would, you know what? I, I kind of feel like it's a, it was a great place to end it. Yeah. Would you want more prequel stuff? But sometimes that screws stuff up. It was, it was so well, like, I think the problem is they tied up so many loose ends by the end yeah. of that season like they didn't really leave anything open where you're wondering where they might go from here right we don't um, really need to know like it's it's almost perfect yeah it really was i mean i there, there's still so much that they could cover but the, the mystery of it and stuff i just it was just done so well i agree and it I was predictable I mean enough that you kind of felt like you were so smart because you kind of knew what was going to happen, but not like super obvious. Yeah. <laughs> right, so we'll leave it alone. Empower the uh, listeners. I, I did, by the way, I watched Severance on Apple, who Sumo was praising high. It, it really had a great finish to the show, an excellent um, cliffhanger, kind of leaves oh, you right. not knowing where that. to go. What the sort whole concept. Of, uh, yeah. The concept God, of saying, it without, is, without telling me any spoilers, what is type of show is it in? It's, it's, I don't want to say it's sci-fi, but it, oh, it, I mean, it, it's, it's not a reality world. It's really, it's done well. It's, yeah. it can be very slow, especially in the beginning. I thought like I was really struggling through the first few episodes, but the, the, the subject that they were covering was really interesting. So I don't want to give any type of spoiler. Right, I'd like said, you to go in said. and watch it the same way i did in the beginning going wow what the hell's going on because the opening scene is awesome all right severance got it done on it um yeah check that out and um really liked it and we watched christine and i watched the first two episodes of yellow jackets on showtime i really liked that and that's something christine liked too 
Okay. It's about. You uh, still haven't seen Invasion? I didn't watch Invasion yet. No. Oh, so good. Yeah, I got to. Uh, that one's that's one that Christine won't like. You know, I'm always trying to find stuff that she likes, and obviously, you know, I played the uh, the uh, Walter White clip there with Gilbert Gottfried, but. Right. Better Call Saul comes on Monday, and the Batman comes out on HBO this Monday too, which is pretty cool. Uh, that sounds cool. I definitely yeah. want to check that out. I wanted to see. I heard it was excellent. Yeah, um, we got a couple of emails. We do. I didn't see them. Well, I don't know if this is a real email or what. I'll start with this. This sweetheart one. Something from Nancy. So I thought it was my wife, oh. but it's not. But it says, "Hi, greetings of the day." I was checking your website on behalf of the GARCAST and see you have a good design. It looks great, but it's not ranking on Google and other major search engines. Okay, so that's not real. That's garbage because we don't have also, our uh, fake, fake Nancy. All right. We haven't had an email from this guy in a while. Uh, loyal listener, Michael Dunning, checking in. Let's see. Came in this morning. Came in hot. The subject is, um, and may he rest in peace, Bosco's Apartheid. <laughs> Rest in peace, Bosco. <laughs> Interesting. Before we read it, let me check that he's, yeah, he's still dead. Um, good morning, Garfellows. Great episode last week. I must say the show prep really took things up a notch. There you go, Gar. There you go. Mike and Bosco were lock and step with each other. No interruptions, no toe-stepping. Really vibing off one another. Yeah, I'll miss that guy. We really, we finally figured it out how to work together. Gone. <laughs> Took 100 episodes, but we got there. <laughs> Prepared Gar is a Gar I can get on board with. Wow. Oh. Great job by all. So a comment that would, went completely unnoticed. This is exciting. Was Bosco regaling us with his hotel breakfast story, I remember. And the blind guy who gave Colleen the stink eye, which was Bos Bosco's line. Oh, I do. <laughs> now that he says this, I do remember him saying this. How did I let this go? So Bosco said this, they should have their own areas to dine in. <laughs> he said that? I think he did. That sounds familiar. <laughs> oh, I love wow, that. what's next, Bosco? Maybe they should have their own schools and seating on public transportation. <laughs> Certain books only they can read. Well, they're blind, Mike. I guess those would be Braille books. You've had some doozies in the past, but man, this may take the cake. Wow. All right. Oh, Bosco. Blind apartheid. Congrats to Guar on getting one step closer to evil genius level. He may very well be the next Aldrich Killian. Okay. Okay, boys. Can't wait to listen to this week's episode. As always, rock on. Loyal listener, Mike O'Donian. So, I feel like Mike's going to be I, mad. You at know, me. I usually do come prepared. Just sometimes we just don't work our way to that. Or you'll like, you kind of, you kind of give up. Like, you know. I do give up. Like I have stuff on here today that we won't cover. I mean, just to give people an idea. I had obviously the 15th of April is tax day. And I like to call it uh theft day. The U S right. government steals money from the American public. How many and, years is it now that you've refused to pay your taxes? I pay them every year. Oh, that'd be great. And actually, I owed quite a bit this year. I was kind of really pissed about it. Those <laughs> stupid child advances, which I didn't know was an advance for an example. Right. Um, that What a freaking load of sugar that was. 
He basically I, took a check on, I don't even need this. Why am I getting this? I'm like, well, I got it. I guess I'll cash it. And then I find out that it was a tax advance, which means I had to pay it now. Right. It was basically a loan from yourself. It was ridiculous. Stupid. Um, so I did a list of ran like I did I dug up the 2021 Festivus report from Ryan Paul. And I listed out some of the most ridiculous government spending. Oh. Um, I did, I found an article that uh, in Kentucky, there was a bill that now trans athletes can only participate with the same biological sex. I did uh, an NYU grad made $150,000 last year naming babies of rich people. Really? Yeah, they would hire this person. Wow. I'm not surprised, by the way. They would charge $10,000 a baby name. Ten grand? Yep. In 2020, he made $150,000 just by naming babies. Do you have any, any uh, examples of the names? I, I was looking. I could not find names or any and examples. And how did it work? Did he have to see the baby? Like, was a picture sent? <laughs> I don't know. That's a genius. I, That's where, come on, you can't tell me capitalism's not great. No, that guy's awesome. I love that guy. <laughs> um, and Jesse Smollett. Yo, that fraud. Dude, he made a song proclaiming his innocence and he posted on Instagram. It's like a minute long. Like, so I did do research this week. See, these are the things that don't come out. I just figured I'd throw them out there this real quick, good. rapid fire. There was, we went to the surgeon the other day for Ryan's follow-up and the, you know, you hear like everybody's birth date and name because we always like say it out loud, but the one person's, the kid's name was Winter winter and how much they paid for that people don't want to go with regular names anymore right they want to go with these weird names like the ryan's and the nicholas's they're gone michael michael gar this by the way sumo listened to the prologue he was sending i saw doing a little research is he he went back and he did not know that the gar was a fish what a dope and that's the fish that we have on our cover art and everything. If you notice, almost every cover art does have the gar somewhere on there. Sometimes I put it like, almost looks like it's a shirt or on a, you know, different places. I move the gar, the gar fish skeleton. Do you still have Is your it? gar skeleton, Mike? I do. I, I got to take that out. I keep forgetting. It's in my office stuff. But sorry, I'm so intrigued by this baby naming. I had to pull up some information. This was on the post. I, I dug this yeah, I'm up. on the post article. This is this is unreal. So she's a writer. 33-year-old writer. Oh, actually, no. I got this on... I think I got this on Barstool Sports, actually. She's written two feature-length screenplays. Um, I'm on her LinkedIn profile now. Taylor Humphrey. Oh, it was a woman? Yeah. Look at that. Taylor. I thought it was a man. First of my kind. I run a boutique baby name consultancy, which offers bespoke baby nameless and one-on-one support for parents throughout the entire perinatal period <laughs> holy crap she Who founded this is paying ten thousand dollars to have this idiot give you a name for your baby she started this business it's called what's in a baby name in seven years ago she guides clients towards the perfect name by offering research expertise and consultation in order to reduce parental anxiety and ensure a thoughtful chosen baby name. This is unbelievable. She, she, so depending on what you pay, you pay her anywhere from 1500 to 10 grand, like on what you need her to do. So oh. she'll, 
Yeah. Um, she will. Wow, unbelievable. So, like, sometimes people will call her in a panic, like the baby's coming tomorrow. Sometimes they'll say, I just got pregnant. She'll do a whole, she'll do research for you on your family, like genealogy and all this stuff, and find things in your family past that can relate to a name. It's unbelievable. Does she have a list of her favorites? Well, it says she chose the baby named Parks for a couple who had their first kiss in a town called Parker. I could have done that. Meanwhile, Humphrey also advised an anxious mother who was considering changing her daughter's name. So she'll even do name changes. (laughs) Isla, because it kept being mispronounced. I probably just did as well. You know what she could probably break into? The trans market. Right, I'm just thinking that too. Right, come up with your trans name. This woman paid Humphrey because she advised her not to change the name. (laughs) You know what? Don't change a name. I'm going to send you a bill for 1500 bucks. She has a popular TikTok account where she offers free advice. We got to check that out. Oh, we got to find her. Yeah. This is unreal. She is frequently approached by parents who are having their third or fourth child and have apparently run out of names. <laughs> um, in, a, in a recent video, Humphrey advised a mom who was expecting baby number three and needed a name to flow with those of her two older sons, Emmett and Miller. She, her top picks were Grady, Wilson, Waylon, and Fletcher. Okay. Fletcher. This is ridiculous. Wow. She said one name she's had on her list, but she hasn't advised anybody to use it because it's just a hard fit is, is the name Brave. Grave? Brave. Oh, Brave. <laughs> that would be a good trans name, I think. That, that, that's, what, that's what she should do when she gets yeah. a trans... Because right. the trans usually like to try to like alter, like Mike would brave. go to Michelle. I think you know, Brave's you know. good. But brave, brave Thompson. Perfect. All right. Well, congrats to her. And you should probably baby. reach out to her and tell her she needs to tap into the, uh, the trans market. Plus, if they're doing trans stuff, they probably have money to waste on paying someone to come up with a name. Oh, with all that surgery, and so, yeah, right? Because that's not that's not insurance or anything, right? All right, Taylor Humphrey is. Uh, sorry, uh, Gar Aguar. I think Taylor Humphrey is uh, the entrepreneur of the week. She might be. <laughs> you know, we do have to give that shout out too. I, I, oh, let's cover that now. Yeah. Um. So AIM is up, which is Guar's company for, I guess, what is it? Entrepreneur of Ohio or Dayton area or something? Dayton, I, I believe, right? Uh, but it's it's actually it's through like barclays website oh is it yeah yeah you go if you go it's barclays.com or something like that i sent out i put it up on our facebook i I pushed his note so make sure you check out the world according to gar on facebook and you can vote for him every day right vote for him every day for like the next two weeks and he can win a nice little chunk of money for his company so you need to go support Guar. If you're not, do it now. Yeah, just trust us. You don't have to look into what he's actually doing yeah. or why you should support him. Just do it. Do it. Make, do make it. the man happy. And we love Guar. He needs to live for at least another 20,000 years. At least. It, on, oh, by the way, Aldrich Killian, who Mike referred to in uh, his email, yeah. is the, uh, he's the bad guy in uh, Iron Man 3. Okay. Yeah. Did you uh, – any more emails? I kind of went off on a tangent there. There was one older one from my stepsister. I didn't know she was listening. What? Uh, Called Sweetbriar. You you have it up? 
Uh, it just said that, that her son worked there, I think, which it would be my... Right. Going in. You did older. say something about your sister, and then I didn't see anything. Yeah, I didn't know. I, you yes. know, I, I know she likes our Instagram posts. I didn't know she was listening, so it's, it's pretty cool. Are you sure she sent an email? I'm pretty sure she did. Sent it right to you? I don't think so. I'm going to go check now. Got nothing. I, mean, I don't see anything. Whoa. What did I do? You're there, right? I got it. I found it. Vicky. Okay, good, because I can't find it yet. So this mysterious Vicky person, uh, the subject is Sweetbriar, sent on March 31st. We're a little behind. Hi, guys. My son, Sean, did his eagle project at Sweetbriar. He built Henry the Goat's pen. All right. Where do you go, Sean? We walk by there with the dog sometimes. Oh, lawnmowers are here. Let me close this. Oh, I don't hear them. They're not carrying over. I, I was muting myself before the garbage men were outside. Oh, good. This is the first landscaping visit. This is excellent. Things are about to get real busy around here. The dog groomer is supposed to be here at 11. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't say what time it is. But the dog groomer should be here soon. After lunch. And the after after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, what else is cooking? Kind of it, right? I mean, covered a lot. We really did cover a lot without Bosco here today. It's really hard to fill uh, time without him. Um, I mean, it is really odd that he's not replying to us. It's really odd. Like I was joking that he's dead. He really might be. Maybe he is. Should I ask Matt? Where's your dad? That's nah, not cause panic. Oh, how about should we touch on this this guy on the subway? The uh the smoke bomb shooting guy? <laughs> smoke bomb shooting guy. He didn't kill anybody, thank God. He was not a good shot, apparently. I want to hear he have a gun. He did, right? Yes. 12 people got shot or 15 people got shot. He's got a terrible shot. So apparently he walked off the train and then got on another one. <laughs> like, I don't know. I didn't follow this too much. Sadly, Sumu broke it for me and he lives across the pond. Oh, we were busy working. He was, he was probably already off or something. He was sitting around. Um, but then apparently, so they arrested the guy yesterday. Did you hear this? I heard this he, this morning. I thought I heard he called himself in. He called Crime Stoppers. <laughs> so he technically should get the, the reward. He called himself in. And then I, I saw the new police commissioner, I guess, the woman. Is she a police commissioner? I can't remember. No, I, I saw did. A clip of her saying that, you know, we hunted him down and we tracked him down. I'm like, yeah, he called himself in. He was walking around the city for a day. Yeah, we're not trying to disrespect the police force. They do a great job. But let's let's you know, let's not take let's not take the uh, credit if it's the credit's not due. Yeah, let's 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 be a little honest here. The guy called himself in. Yep, pretty wild, pretty wild. Um, sure, that was pretty scary. Uh, I wonder. I, I, I want to hear what his I did, story. I did have a, a moment of fear for for Sunil living in Brooklyn. Of course, I knew he could handle it if, if he was there. Now we talked take- about how cool it would be if he was like a vigilante and was like. Yeah, like solving what, the crime. Right. What if he was on that train and, and he came and he got the guy and apprehended him or something? That would be great. He would like impress him with his cholesterol numbers. Be like, and the guy would be like, yeah, "Congratulations!" Whoa. And then he'd smack uh, him in the face. Yeah, I mean, Sue was sharing with us. He uh, got himself a physical, which is a good idea. We all should do that. Um, and he's uh, signed himself up for his first colonoscopy, I believe, which is great news. Congratulations! Should, everyone should do, including the guard. Including maybe that's the where Bosco. Maybe Bosco's getting one. Maybe that's where he is. 
I don't want to hear that story from Bosco. Oh, God. He'd probably do it without anesthesia so he could tell them how to properly do it. <laughs> so good, good job, Sue, leading the way and showing us all how to be a model uh, citizen. Yep. Go get, yourself, get yourself back so we can get you out there at a half marathon. I want to hear about these stories. Yeah, yeah. You got some work, some work to do on that for sure. He didn't, he didn't miss it yet, but he did miss it, I guess, right? I mean, I don't see him completing 13.1 miles at this point. We had, Which by probably, the way, I was probably not even recommended by his doctor with his no, uh, I would, tri- I would think not. triglyceride members. I was walking through Sweet, right by Sweetbriar on Saturday or Sunday morning, and there's runners going by with numbers. Christina, what like, the, what in the hell? The what race in, the in our neighborhood? What race is this? We asked the guy, he goes, Oh, it's the Shore to Shore 50K. We're like, whoa, that's why we don't know about it. Yeah, pretty sure that's like a five-person relay or something like that. Is it a relay? That's pretty cool. If there's a relay, maybe I could pull it off. But we were running a trail off of Sweetbriar that I never, like I saw it, but I never really knew where it was. So now I pulled up that race so I could see where they were running. I want to, I'm going to do a sunken meadow to like, you know, down through all these trails one day. Very cool. I'm sure I could get like a 15 mile run in or something without having to really leave Smithtown. Uh, do it, do it, man. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, trail running's fun. You just gotta be careful. You don't trip. Yeah, tripping roots would, would be bad. I do a little fun. trail through, like I would do run through Sweetbriar once in a while for a change. Yeah, um, you know, maybe that's where Bosco is. Maybe he went on a little hike and he fell. Maybe the goats. Maybe he was checking out the goat. The goat pen bed and the goats ate him. That would be a way to go. Rest in peace, Bosco. That's all I got to say. I guess uh, it's been nice knowing you. It's been in the news again. Maybe the Gilgo Beach Killer got him. We'll have have open auditions next week. Open auditions? We'll contact that guy who does the Affleck Duck. (laughs) Well, I think that's going to be it because we are up against it. We have meetings coming up any minute. If anyone sees Bosco anywhere, just drop us a line. Let us know, know what's going on. So we miss you, Bosco. Rest in peace, my friend. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, Colleen, if you need anything, let me know. I'll be over and I'll help out. I'm sure the kids will be fine. Yep, the yeah. kids will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Really so until next time, be garrific. Gar out.
Yeah.